0: You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective podcast network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit
1: electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. What's up, everybody? I'm Mike Fantastic from the Russian Leg Sweep. I'm here with uh, my co-host. I'm okay. Sam. What's up, Sam? Uh, not much. And Mikey. You know, when we were uh, putting together this podcast, I was really looking for the easiest way to do things. We did some searching and we found Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or on your computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. Like, that's what I do. I make it sound great. You know? They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and many more. They'll get you everywhere you need to be. Like Korea. Korea. They'll listen to you in Korea. South Korea. Thank you, Anchor. (laughs) You can easily make money for your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means we're making money right now by reading this ad. Like, I could just listen to it and I'd make money? Right. We would make money. What? With no minimum listenership. Please. I mean, if you, I mean you're listening to us right now anyway, so you're checking so out. So you're Anchor. already on Anchor. So I appreciate that. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started right now. Do it. Do it. Do it. Now on with the show. <laughs> From Studio C, the Russian leg sweep all the way live. What's up, everybody? I'm Mike Fantastic. I am with my co hosts as always, HorrorCore icon, Super Tech Wizard, ECW world champion, (laughs) Sam Rocha. Yo, yo. What's up? And our advocate, my advocate at least, uh, Beetlejuice hat wearing superstar with a pull-behind trailer for sale for only $4,500. Get at him. Yep. It's Mr. Uh, the, it's, he's the Intercontinental Champion, by the way. Mr.
2: Mikey Taylor, how are you, buddy? Doing great. How are you guys?
1: Yay. Yeah, yeah. I feel
2: like yeah. shit, Mike. Yeah. Our esteemed
0: creator of the RLS Pod, also WW Champion of the World, because on your title it says WW. The one, right. the, the the one, the only, the Winged Eagle, Mike. Fantastic. A.K.A. rapper superstar, A.K.A. principal of the handsome boy modeling school. Woo! Live and direct. How are you, Michael?
1: Man, I am. I've had a rough week. I'll tell you what. But, I've heard. Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm sick. I uh, I did a I had a live show Saturday mm-hmm. after our after our podcast. Um, I did it just to see if I could, you know, yeah. Like it was, I hadn't, I hadn't performed in a while, and my band broke up. Because, you know, it happens. And Mm -hmm. I was like, maybe I can do this. And I worked with some people. You know, I I brought the party hard posse with me. They were supposed to have microphones and hype me. And I think they both got too high and bailed. (laughs) They did dance. They just didn't grab the microphone. So I was on my own. And Mikey did this incredible intro for me. He like like interrupted Straw's hosting. People were concerned. He got heat. (laughs) Did get heat. (laughs) We came out there, kind of rocked the show. I couldn't breathe very well, um, just from not performing for a while and being unhealthy in general. Uh, We got through it. Kind of had it. it Was kind of a good time, but ultimately, uh, I actually ended up catching a cold, probably (laughs) from my biological father, who made a fucking very strange seven seven years since I've seen him appearance. (laughs) 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 Claiming to have Alzheimer's, a real. Real shitty situation, but uh, yeah, I caught a cold, and I've been down for like three or four days because I haven't been sick for fucking two years. Yeah. <laughs> and, a little uh, something
0: to that herd immunity type shit.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, yeah. struggling through that, but ultimately doing that show cost me three days of work. Uh, three, I, I finally had worked up the courage to actually leave the house. I had plans to go to a wrestling event this week, which we'll let Mikey talk about. I was gonna go to a live show on Thursday and then a live show tonight, uh, in downtown Omaha at the Berkeley. That's Chicken Boys' twenty year, twenty clucking year anniversary show. I think everybody's gonna be down there. If you're not sick, go see it. If you are sick, stay the fuck home because you're a scumbag if you go somewhere and you're sick, <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, it cost me all that. It cost me about three hundred fifty bucks in work hours. Oof. It, it just was. It was not worth it. Um, but I did it. I have another show in August. I'm going to, and that might be it. I don't know. I'm, I'll leave the door open, but I'm not booking myself for anything. Cause I'm, I, and I'm going to keep making music and shit. But right now, until I get healthy, there's no reason for me to be up on stage at all.
0: You know what? Now I'm just going to have to make a role for you on my comatose show.
1: <laughs> Ready for it. You think? I'll, I can do something for you. And I'll hype you.
0: <laughs> uh, but who was and, the best comatose hype man in existence?
1: It was me. That's how you.
0: That's game. how you earned that world title. Was being my height. I practiced so hard <laughs> for that. I really practiced so hard. He was really good. You lit. You lit strictly for the Wicked One
1: on fire. Was Devil it one or two? two. It was two. It was it
0: two? though, what you had me? Okay.
1: Strictly, yeah, strictly for strictly the Wicked, Wicked Two, I, I got out there and I was screaming at him. You were. And it worked. Blood on your face. It was great. It was fucking amazing.
0: One of the Thank best you. Times ever. Um, Sam, how was your week, buddy? My week was was okay. Um, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't tell you boys, but, uh, I I dealt with a a, a bladder kidney problem over the last week and a half.
3: Oh no. Again.
0: Uh, this one was a UTI, which I've never had before. Congrats. Your first. Yeah. My first. So pissing was like razor blades and, uh, mm -hmm. went to the ER. They gave me a full, full screening, if you will, to make sure I haven't been unfaithful to my wife. (laughs) And of course (laughs) I came back with flying colors. Uh, so Congrats. I had a UTI and my piss was like f- just terrible. I dreaded peeing every time. And I had this weird version where my urethra would scab over. So I couldn't pee. So oh, I had yeah. yeah, I had to like take, I had to like peel it off and then this like
1: cork would explode and I would pee everywhere. That is Ooh. a pretty rough UTI, bud. Yeah. Yeah, that but, is.
0: But uh, I, am, I am back 100%. I am peeing with base, as I like to say. Okay. When, that, when that piss hits the water, it's very powerful very deep ace hundred percent i don't fear it i look forward to peeing now like look at this Breath. power dick go laying all the urine in the toilet so uh that was my week um also got evil dead last week that's been an absolute blast to play um i'm gonna play that again tomorrow night on the stream uh i, I, I will have the brightness in proper order people were complaining <laughs> last week that the game was kind of dark <laughs> the game is kind of dark because it takes place at night so i i upped the the contrast and the brightness a little bit, and it, it seemed to help. But uh, and then tonight I am uh, reprising my role for uh, Jason Voorhees tonight at Kevin's Spectacular. Kevin actually asked me first to do it before you did, and then you did it, and your show was first, and now he gets the ass end of being the copycat.
1: <laughs> but, Got you, Kevin. Take that, fucker. Yeah.
0: So tonight I'm doing a little another Jason cosplay stint on stage. Um, that should be a lot of fun at the uh, Chicken Boy 20 Year Cluckin' Spectacular. If you want to come down, it's going to have music, poetry, comedy, skits, all types of shit. It's just going to be a weird, eclectic show downtown at the Berkeley. Eight o'clock, you should show up. It'll be a good time. I definitely guarantee it there'll be nothing like it that you've ever seen. <laughs> Jess Jordan says, love the Beetlejuice hat, Mikey. Thank you. You're welcome. Mikey, what's going on with you?
1: Don't say Beetlejuice again.
0: And, yeah, and yeah, don't it, say it nothing. God damn it what's going on there's shit always going on with you
2: well uh i i actually have not had any uh, ailments so i've been the well one in, <laughs> in the group here uh a little sore but that's a daily thing you know and my back hurts and... getting old yeah it's just getting old mm-hmm. and if i would have known that i was going to live this long i would have taken much better care of myself when i was younger <laughs> so but i did not expect to make it past 40.
0: So well, congratulations for making it past forty. Yeah, bonus. I got bonus uh, levels. You know, yeah. I RLS would wouldn't be the same without pal. No, well, yeah, it sucks. No,
2: thank you. <laughs> it would but, suck. I'm uh, right. <laughs> it would suck. Well, thank you. Um, no, I I uh, was you know took part in, in Mike's show uh, last week. That was a, a blast. uh, To make a whole bar full of people boo and tell me to go fuck myself is <laughs> awesome. Um, and all I did was tell them that we were banning the use of marijuana. During the performance, so that they needed to pass it forward to the stage so that we could dispose of it properly. And they told me, to go fuck myself, um, which, you yeah, know, that's kind of fun. Uh, <laughs> I was told after I did my thing, uh, Straw came up and said, I forgot to tell security and the venue that you were going to do that. So I was afraid that somebody might come up and try to kick your ass. And I was like, yeah, right. <laughs> but uh,
0: uh, Mikey uh, is like a fifth Dan Aikido guy. So yeah. he'll fuck you up. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Which, uh, dojo will be opening, uh, in July that we'll, will be having our grand reopening after, uh, after the, the COVID holiday cool. <laughs> the COVID holiday. Yeah. We, we closed down just prior to COVID. We were moving locations, COVID hit and threw all of our plans, right in the shitter, just like everybody else's. Yep. And so we've, we've kind of come around to where we can open back up. So that'll be happening in July. Awesome. Uh, other than that, I, I had a movie audition, uh, last week. I got the role. Yes. Can't really say a whole lot about it, but, uh, it is a short, uh, it is a superhero flick of sorts. Um, if you will, and, if you will, and <laughs> I will be playing a very insane part. So is it captain uh, Insano? <laughs> kind of, kind of. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then, oh yeah, the wrestling event that, that, uh, we did, uh, uh, PWP local uh, promotion had their 17th anniversary show, and that's like the WrestleMania of PWP. Um, so we got dressed up and went, and I got to touch base with uh, with our friend uh, Marie again. Nice. Uh, which she said, Hit her up, she's down, she wants to be on the show." Nice. Yeah. Um, also, uh, her uh, her partner um, Niles Palanque, the connoisseur. He was in on that conversation. He said he would love to uh, to give some insight into uh, what you know what what life is like for an independent wrestler, trainer, whatnot. So we could get both of them if we want. Let's um, do that. Sounds like as we well have plans her, for June, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well as her uh, her uh, opponent for the evening, who is also being trained uh, by Niles. Uh, that was uh, Kelsey Magnolia, the anomaly. She was there. She uh, was her her initial training was from Doctor Tom Pritchard and uh, a guy named uh, Glenn Jacobs. I might have heard of him. Yeah. The mayor. The the the, the, the big red mayor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's had many careers. He, he impersonated a truck driver for a while. Yeah. yeah. Familiar with Glenn Jacobs? But, yeah. So yeah, it was interesting talking to those folks, and uh, uh, I tell you, they put on a hell of a show. Everybody involved. Um, They had a prisoner of war match that was very hardcore, very war game. Like they handcuffed, uh, there was, it was a six man tag. They handcuffed, uh, four men to the ring posts to be released at five minute intervals. And it was bloody as hell.
1: Very fun. So So the, the six
2: gentlemen that were involved in that, I told them then, but if they're, if they're, if they're catching this cast hats off to you guys, amazing show. Well, so, awesome. Yeah. And that's about all that's been going on, I think. Um, that's, a, that's a full yeah. plate. Don't say that. Like, I, Well, I always a have plate. a full plate. <laughs> and, and and it's summertime, so my plate gets even fuller. Oh, yeah. I get a bigger plate, you know, in the yeah, summer. Hit, so. No, you get a bigger Very plate little. When, when the end of summer, beginning of fall happens. Fall is out of control. It's, it starts, yeah, it starts uh, <clears throat> summer, mm-hmm. and it runs through fall. Winter is about the only time I'm not. like. And terrifying.
1: you barely even hibernate, you big bear.
2: Yeah. Barely. 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 Mike, you got
1: some news for us this this week? week. Boys, professional wrestling had a big week. Big week. First, we'll start with uh, 73-year-old Ric Flair, apparently trying to make a comeback in the state of Maryland to wrestle his final match, which was initially going to be the... Rock and Roll Express and Ric Flair versus FTR and Ricky Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat has debunked that rumor. He is not going to wrestle. Um, Someone has some sense. Also, uh, former WCW announcer Chris Cruz has approached the Maryland Athletic Commission to not allow Ric Flair to get a license because he will probably die in the ring. That's basically his argument. Boys, what do you think about Ric Flair trying to have one more match with the Rock and Roll Express, no less? The the mean age in that group is 97, 98? <laughs> Mikey, uh, I'm going to just,
0: because I was I heard about this, and the Rock and Roll Express actually have still remained active since yeah. they started. Yeah. They have taken a lot of spot shows. They they wrestle like once or twice every three, four months. They're, they're, they're staying like active, but
1: like reserved.
0: So and then, Ricky
1: Morton actually wrestles a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ricky Morton wrestles oh, yeah. a whole bunch. Robert Gibson is is definitely a little bit off, but like uh he, Morton's with his son too, a lot. His son is also yep. in the rock and roll, ex, the, the new version of the rock and roll express, but yeah.
0: And I would say, and, and I've heard that they've, they've um, Ricky Morton and uh
1: Robert Gibson, I would
0: say Bobby, Eaton, but that's not the right guy. Thank you. Yeah. Um, different, different express, right? Right. They they said that this is their last year, so I, it makes sense for them. For Ric Flair, what's been seventeen years? Is that what it's been since his retirement officially? Like his
2: retirement? Well, no, he, is, no. Well, he was retired at WrestleMania, and then he went to TNA. Right.
1: Yeah, he wrestled a whole bunch, and it's been, it's it hasn't been seventeen years, but it's been a while. Okay. So
0: yeah, yeah he's bumping with Jay Lethal. And I've I've seen the videos. They're they're going kind of light on him. That's not yeah. gonna make for good TV and he could definitely break something and then go downhill because he had that bout with death last year. And if once yeah. death knocks on your door, it just waits on your porch. And uh yeah. yeah, you don't you don't need to go answering that door again, Rick. You're you're good, bro. Like you know, Busta Moose met him in, in, in the uh airport about a week or about a month ago. And
1: like a, like a paparazzi photo. He
0: he asked and, and Ric Flair said no. He said no pictures, and then Moose was like, can you bust a chop on me? He's like, no. He's like, okay, well, thanks for your time. I mean, he was, mm. I get it. Like, he's old. He's probably crotchety, and he's probably like, leave me the fuck alone. Plus, he didn't have any socks on in his loafer, so that was really weird. I think he was probably working on some pussy, too. He was. He was sitting next to that hot, young thing that he travels with, so yes, yeah, that's fine. But, yeah, I, I'm not for it. You can just stay retired. No one wants to see that. Old. i mean i love rick flair to death one of the best to ever do it but we don't need to see a 70 plus bro 65 like I, like we said in the chat i i think 65 it's just like retirement 65 nothing beyond that if you can still yeah. go at 60 65 cool but you should slow it down and then once 65
1: hits just stop no more he's really blessed ass trying to fucking taint his legacy
2: yeah he really is mikey yeah. what do you think well I uh, i have done a little digging into this um it, it actually, Flair was going to team with FTR and go against the Rock and Roll Express and Ricky Steamboat. Steamboat said, I never said I was going to do that. I think that I don't want to disappoint my fans. I don't want to disappoint uh, anyone that has faith in me or that ever enjoyed my performance because I don't believe I can go. He said he also, uh, while he is well, there was a rumor a few weeks ago that Ricky Steamboat was not well. His wife debunked that. Uh, he said, while I am well, my health is not to a level that I would want to, part- to, to participate in the match. Um, so Flair was stacking himself up against a 69-year-old Ricky Steamboat and the, the ancient Rock and Roll Express, <laughs> the, the classic Rock Express, we could call right. them. <laughs> Um And uh, so now Flair is running around saying that there's going to be a Horseman reunion. At oh, this geez. event, um, this event promoted by his son-in-law, the podcast guru, um, Conrad
1: Thompson is. Yep. is Conrad, well, it's, it's
2: a Starcast event, yeah. So Conrad's role wrapped up in that. You think Conrad, uh, say, of all
0: people, would be like he shouldn't do this, old man? Like I love you, right? Just crazy. Yeah,
2: because you know Conrad needs to remember. While well, I'm sure that his intentions are pure, he wants to give the old man his last run that he wants. He wants to walk that aisle. Um, you also inherit debt, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <So> don't, <laughs> yeah. Don't, uh, don't promote this too, too hard because Flair, I believe Flair wants to die in the ring. I, he has made that statement. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Um, But yeah. And now Conrad is kind of very uh, passive, aggressively shit talking Ricky steamboat.
0: That's gross.
2: Um, Basically saying, you know, I'm not going to say anything cuz I respect him. <clears throat> However, we did have some negotiations and now you're saying this. I'm going to stop there. And it's like, really? <laughs> you know, props to Steamboat for saying no. Right. Yeah, because the right thing you know. To do. Yeah, I know I know these these guys all enjoy a payday. But props to him for saying no because Steamboat looked great his last outing when he took on uh Jericho. Yeah. He he looked great. So, yeah, leave it at that. Leave it at that and and impart that wisdom, you know, and set that example of, dude, I'm 69 years old. I ain't getting back in the fucking rank. (laughs) Yeah.
0: You know, I think in that capacity, if you ever want to be an elder statesman beyond 65, be a manager. Be classy Freddie Blassie. You know, do a couple
1: leg trips, fuck people up, not from the outside. And And even take a bump on a special occasion. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He clearly can take a bump. Like, but he doesn't need to do a full fucking I don't match. know, man. It's, yeah, it's just, it, I don't think, for me, it wouldn't be entertaining at all. No. No. Like, it's just worrisome more, more right. than anything. Like, I don't care what he does. He's his own man. He can do what the fuck he wants, I guess. But at the same time, I don't know how anyone would find that entertaining. Other than, like, just the, the car crash aspect of it.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, you know who else is, is uh, getting up there in years that is still actually very active in the ring? thing. Uh is Bushwhacker Luke.
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. It's
2: yeah. 71 years old. I uh, I have plans to venture out to see him wrestle actually. Isn't he out in and, Iowa? Uh, he's in Ottumwa, yeah. yeah. Uh, whole Ron Simmons most of the talent that is booked uh that are some of the the uh you know legacy members we can call them or you know the 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 older older folks that are The Senior PGA tour. Yes, they're <laughs> not they're not actually getting in the ring they're doing referee spots or they're doing you know special appearances or autograph signing only uh luke is actually going to wrestle in a six-man tag Hmm. Hmm. so and a a friend of ours is going to be tagging with him i i hear a friend who's tagging with him yes yeah you want to put that out on blast i I don't know if it's been i don't know if it's been announced um for sure but I do know that he's he's tagging and and I'll, I'll tell you guys later. Okay,
3: uh,
0: Buster Moose right, wants yeah. to know how many last runs does one person need or want? I think again, Ric Flair's case, like Mike said, he wants to die in the ring. I think Randy the Ram. Yeah.
1: Uh, also, check out my single "The Last Run." It's available wherever <laughs> you Just music.
0: Last run, right? <laughs> iTunes.
2: Yeah, Pandora, I think everything. I think Flair's taking a page out of Terry Funk's book and doing that one more time.
0: You know, Mike, and, you should just hit up Ric Flair, just just tag him in a tweet and then put your song in it and say, Is this the last run? I don't think so. <laughs> and then that could be his
1: walkout tune. Oh, that'd be great if he, he changed his iconic theme song. Right. To uh, to, to, to my single. Run, 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 the last run. Oh man, it'd be so good. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Let's go. More wrestling
0: audience. news. <laughs> yeah, more wrestling news.
1: Stephanie McMahon has taken a leave of absence from the WWE. Her, most of her, what, what would you call it? Her roles? Chief brand most of, officer, whatever the mo- fuck she most is. Of her, most of her work will be taken over by Nick Khan. Great. She's uh, she spent, great. She spent time with family, allegedly. Boys, what do you think about Stephanie McMahon suddenly leaving the world of wrestling entertainment?
0: I don't
2: care. Mikey, to you. Ah! <laughs> 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 Um, you know, I, I, I'm not sure exactly what she did. Um, she did, she had a lot of of responsibility. I know that I'm sure that turning it over to someone outside the family is going to be detrimental even further to the brand. Right. But my concern is I, I, I do, I understand that, you know, they, they have children and she wants to spend time with her kids, but triple H has also had some health issues my concern is... I He's hope back full-time now. Yep. They announced that, he too. He came back this yeah. week full-time. I'm just hoping that that everything's okay there. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe she's he... like, you're at home,
0: and now I'm at home. Go back to work. I don't Go like it. Go back to work, dude. Yeah.
2: Fuck
1: off. So Get away from me, Jean-Paul. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: terrorizing. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're the terrorizer.
1: The so, biggest... I, yeah, uh... I,
2: I hope everything's okay there in the in the uh, Levesque household. Yeah, shout out to the Levesque household,
0: Mike. What do you think? You got Any any four
1: one one on that? Any info? Any any feelings? I don't even know what to think about it. You other don't? than, I think it's a non-story. Really, I mean Stephanie Stephanie and Shane are both out though. That's kind of yeah. Are they selling? Are they selling, boys? I hope so.
0: Let the mighty empire fall. It's time for <laughs> new the rebellion. I
1: mean, I'm sure, they'll get. I'm sure they'll get yeah. some billions of dollars so they'll be fine. They'll it to Disney. They'll bring
0: Paul, they'll bring Paulie over to AEW and then AEW will transform into ECW again. I yes. mean, isn't it already? Kind of. And actually Tommy Dreamer refers to AEW as ECW with money. Like, it that's kind interesting. of is. That's interesting. It actually really is. Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. It's oh, like ECW kind of. light.
1: Sasha Banks and Naomi walked out on Monday night Raw. <clears throat> they had enough they had a disagreement with some crea- creative and they were both like fuck this we're out <laughs> both their deals are coming up here in a couple months um WWE has removed all of their all mentions of them from the websites and social medias um and they've been pretty hush-hush Sasha and Naomi anyway WWE has been not very nice they've made some ill statements towards the two of them, constantly how they're unprofessional and whatnot. I think it's kind of gross. Good for them, I think. I don't know. What's, what's next for Sasha Banks and Naomi? They could pretty much go anywhere. Mikey, what do
2: you think? Well, uh, just what I've been seeing, uh, the locker room, is it, it, at least, is very favorable towards uh, Naomi. They, they enjoy her being in the locker room. Not so much Sasha, Uh, but Sasha also has been doing other things. She, you know, she was involved in the Mandalorian. She's, you know, kind of ventured into the acting. So it's true. I think she has more options outside of wrestling right now. And they, they probably look a little uh, better as far as where they turn up. I mean, are they going to make a, be a surprise appearance at, aew to be used once and then you know get to wrestle on what is it saturday nights for dark i mean that's what <laughs> most of these special announcements do um
0: what's up ruby so
3: yeah
2: <clears throat> that's shout the one. out that's the one <laughs> right so you know it's it, it it's uh it, it'd be interesting to see Guaranteed, they're going to make them sit on the shelf until their deal runs out oh, for sure but if they're If their deal runs out, then they don't have a uh, 90-day non-compete clause. So they could show up as soon as that deal's over the next day. They could show up on television somewhere. So it'll be interesting. It'll really be interesting. But in the long run, is it going to make any impact? Not really.
0: No. That's my mind frame. It's like if Stone Cold Steve Austin can walk out on WWE, arguably, in my opinion, bigger than Hulk Hogan, it's you don't matter really you are <clears throat> and and you know I've been listening to busted open a lot and Tommy Dreamer echoed exactly how i feel you are an actor to fill a role you are not you are only as special as the writers make you like you are this hired figure to portray this character that they write about if you don't like the way you're being treated then someone else will fill your role you are a part of a show and the part that i really didn't like and i felt like I, I actually I've, I've boycotted Jim Cornette for a while, but I think I'm going to listen to an episode to see what he has to say about the WWE. Like just straight dispelling that this is a fake show. Like they put out the disclaimer that these are actors for a live scripted TV show. Like that is so anti WWE. Like they have never come out and said this is fake, more or less blatantly to the public. Like they still tried to make you buy into to the reality and magic of what is but right here they shit all over it and pers- personally to me i was like i know it's been fake since 92 94 i still love wrestling because the facade is kept up you know these, these people hate each other for some reason and they're gonna duke it out in the ring and i buy into the stories because as i tell my wife this is just a a drama stunt show like yes it's predetermined but they heard they they lightly hurt each other or they actually do. Like when Darby Allen jumped off the fucking 20 foot ladder to the floor to Jeff Hardy, I like was like, Oh my God. Like there's, there's no faking that. Like you are hurt. Like you are fucking fucked up from that. You know, I I told my wife, like there's, there's pulling punches and then there's people jumping off of shit and hurting themselves to no fucking end. And some guys get off on that. So the fact that WWE just came out and said, yeah, this is all fucking fake. Like I was like, ouch bro. That's, that's not cool. You didn't have to do that just for those two ladies like the fact that wwe batted an eye at this when their biggest star in the entire world stone cold walked out of the show and they didn't say a fucking word like is this the is this the climate we're in now i i don't like that
1: at all i think that's so they, strange they did say that with steve they're they like <clears throat> the big thing was steve austin took his ball and went home
0: yeah but i mean they didn't but they didn't they didn't say all this yeah. shit like they went overboard like it was like they were like oh shit we have denton armor we better fucking cover up like whose yeah. whose brainchild was that that made no sense to me
1: like we're gonna well, preemptively sasha banks- strike sasha banks is a legitimate superstar like she she as mikey said she's an actress her she, she's connected all over the place sure. her uncle is snoop fucking dog like she'll be fine I think they're just both stifled artists, man. It's something that it's like in hip hop we talk about a lot, like oh, selling yeah. out. Would would you do a, would you do the one big single and and do whatever they want to make to make all that money, mm-hmm. which is probably the smart thing, or do you and, and compromise your art, or do you compromise your financial future and be be true to your art? It all depends on who you are as a human being. Yeah, and but if, you ta- if you've of-
0: taken it for almost ten years of that one, then what, what the fuck It's just another day at the mm-hmm. office, bro?
1: Well, Naomi especially, but they're both they're both so good. Sure. And they can they they can they can really improve whatever if they stay in professional wrestling wherever they go they're gonna be a vast improvement whether it be Japan Impact whatever. Like, I don't know. I think it's a no lose for them because no, th- there is no lose for them
0: at yeah. all. I mean, wherever they go, they're gonna they're gonna draw money big time because everyone's gonna be like, well, what the fuck is up with them? What's going on? What are you gonna do now? And, I, and I, the, the parallel between the, the, the record, uh, being signed by a record company and, and being an independent artist, that, that's a lot of, lot of water to hold right there. I think it's a, that's a perfect parallel because you can be this artist and do weird music like you and I do, or you can conform and do sad boy rap and get 6,000 fucking followers on SoundCloud overnight. Like, right. what do you want to do? Do you want to become successful or do you want to do what's
1: really in your soul? And I fucking get that 100%. And I really I think, think that's what they want to do. They want to fucking wrestle. Yeah. And it's, it's got to be boring as fuck, you know? For <laughs> yeah, that's the best way especially, to put bo- it. It's just boring as fuck. <laughs> especially because yeah. they're both so good. Yeah. All of them are very, very good wrestlers. And Sasha Banks has been disrespected by that company for so long. Yeah. She won her first match at WrestleMania. She's been in, like, what, 10 WrestleManias, and she finally got a W. Like, she's put on, like, four of the top five. She's been part of four of the top five women's professional wrestling matches in history. Basically, I'm, and like,
0: yeah, a lot, a lot of the guys on, on Busted Open said she's a top ten wrestler, male or female, and I was like, yeah, that's wild. I, I, I don't watch a lot of the WWE product, but I know who she is because The Mandalorian, and I know who she is because you know we, without fail, we watch you know SummerSlam and uh, WrestleMania without question, mm-hmm. just because it's well, it's yeah. what to do. So I, I know who she is. So yeah, well, I mean, there's something
2: <clears throat> there's something to be said about they they were on top of you know, as a tag team, they're on top of the, of the company, you know, they have the titles and to go turn in those titles and say, we're out. We don't like what's going on. We're out. Rather than going in and say, we don't like what's going on. Can we have our release? Cause we see what they do when you request your release and they say, no, they either show you and say, no, you're not getting your release and go sit next to Ali <laughs> in the, in catering. Well, now look what they're doing with Ali jobs. They city. brought him back
0: Yeah, they jobbed dr- though.
2: And he's getting he's getting jobbed out, yep. um, which I, I think is a, is the punishment for, oh, you wanted out of here. And then you didn't like sitting around. So let's bring you back. Let's do a little something with you. Here's uh, here's Veer, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they, they made him wrestle Veer. Well, to me, Veer is just going to be their
0: next Brock Lesnar and they're just going to push him to the yeah. moon. next year and a half. He'll he'll probably
2: be title contention. Yeah, so I think there's something to be said. To just saying, look, we're going to take control in the only way we know how, and we're out. So good for them.
1: I respect their decision. Yeah, I think it was a good choice. Yeah, because they did. I think that they they went in there and they're like, "Hey, this is dumb. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense." John Lord, I just you stupid. Yeah, and, and he's just like, "Man, yeah, so, so what? what? So what? I don't know how to do his voice." It's the machine called wrestling, guys. Let's go to Two Below, Mississippi, or oh, 9,000
2: fans. <laughs> We're are we ripping attendance. the
0: band aid off now?
2: Oh, yeah, man. I'm just diving. Let me in. pull up my notes. Yeah, I got my notes. And I'll have you know, <laughs> I woke up at three in the morning to let my dog out, and she would not let me go back to sleep. So I turned this shit show on. Boy,
0: that would have put me right back to sleep.
2: Started my, no, you know, I, I couldn't get back to sleep. So I was like, I might as well watch this crap. Boys. <sighs>
1: March twenty fourth, nineteen ninety six. The tagline for this pay per view: Everything you've wanted to see, plus the stuff you haven't thought of yet. <laughs> you fucking liars! You fucking liars over here! Fucking. it's all wrong. Yeah, yeah, boys. I ate a bunch of mushrooms at the beginning of this uh, at the beginning of this uh, pay per view because. I knew based on on the information YouTube provided me last week that it was really bad. So, I was hoping maybe these mushrooms would make this pay-per-view bearable. It wasn't. I I watched last night High on Mushrooms mm -hmm. up until the Chicago street fight and then I was just like, I'm going to bed. And then I woke (laughs) up this morning and then I woke up and watched the rest of it. But, uh, there were three matches, pardon me, four matches that were not televised that could have easily replaced the whole card? any of the matches that were on the pay-per-view. <laughs> we had Jerry Lynn, Mr. JL versus Dean Malenko. I bet that was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, Jerry Lynn be? won. Jim Duggan beat but- Big Bubba Rogers. Old school WWF uh, match right there. Yeah. Dirty Dick Slater oh, with Colonel Robert Parker. You know what we love
0: around here? We love
1: Dirty Dick. Uh, Dirty Dick, beat yeah. real. He beat, uh, he beat the Wunderkind, Das Wunderkind. Alex, Wright. Oh yeah, that's wonderful. And the Steiner brothers fought the Nasty Boys to a no contest. Nah, I wouldn't want to see that. First two, yeah. That one, nah. I watched the Steiner brothers fight anybody. In all honesty, that's fine. Even, even the nasties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're gonna start. We're gonna start the pay per view. It's uh, Conan, recently from ECW fame. Conan against. Uh, Eddie Guerrero in the only title match of the night for the WCW United States Heavyweight Championship. There were a couple flurries of greatness in this, but ultimately, eh. And uh, Conan defeated Eddie Guerrero in a very strange, accidental headbutt to the nuts. It, it It was just a fucked finish. That's all I got. Mikey, let's start with you this week. Conan... Eddie Guerrero, your thoughts.
2: Well, this is when I was still actively taking notes. so I, <laughs> uh, That little headstand kick thing that Eddie did was weird. Kind of cool, but kind of weird. Um, most of what I have on my notes, though, on paper, this should have been a great match.
0: Yeah, it should have. Yeah.
2: Um, but it wasn't. So most of what I have in my notes are the really fucked up commentary things that were said. Please. Oh, light
1: racism all over Please the place. Go. Let's Everywhere. go. Get into it.
2: So, <clears throat> Dusty Rhodes, okay, so we had Dusty Rhodes, uh, Tony Schiavone, and Bobby the Brain Heenan on commentary. And Dusty said, oh, look, he's trying to uncle him. He's trying to uncle him. Because there was no term for a tap out, apparently, or a submission. He was trying to uncle him. <laughs> uncle! Say uh, uncle. And he on, said, say uncle. I say Say uncle Uncle to this pay-per-view. Say it. He said it many times during this pay-per-view. Oh, (laughs) going for that uncle move again. He's going to uncle him. Um, And then Bobby Heenan jumped in with his his blatant racist comments. Oh, yeah. Um, They made uh, reference to this is the United States title match. And (sighs) Conan was a Mexican superstar. And Eddie Guerrero is from, and they never finished, the statement.
1: There's a lot of tailing off.
2: <laughs> yes, they just kind of trailed. I off, think someone in the back then, was like, "You can't say that." <laughs> yeah, well, then, then he said, "I think Dusty wants a bowl of Mrs. Guerrero's chili," and they're like, "Brain, hush." And then he, <laughs> and then Eddie goes to the top rope, and out of nowhere, for no apparent reason, Bobby Heenan just says, "Hey, have you ever had a jar of jalapeno peppers?" <laughs>
1: Yeah, the jalapeno peppers. But that was the first time I was like, Jesus.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, where did? Okay, what did that have to do with anything? Because it, they weren't, they weren't even making a comment. He just goes, (laughs) "Hey guys, have you ever eaten a jar of jalapeno peppers?" And it's like, brain. (laughs) You know, they're like, "Shut up."
1: I know they're Mexican, Bob.
2: (laughs) Yeah, there was really, like I said, on paper this should have been a great match. They did not deliver. Um, I've never, and this is hot take. I've never been a huge Eddie Guerrero fan. Just, cool. I never, I never got the appeal. He was a great wrestler. I'm not taking that away from him. I just never was a big fan of his. Uh, Conan, on the other hand, I enjoyed his work, um, but not, not tonight. <laughs> it was just not good. So, so my notes, my notes here, <clears throat> I got Eddie Guerrero
0: versus the Atlantic Ocean version of Conan, the Atlantic Ocean flyer. Cause he had those goggles on why did he mm-hmm. have flight goggles on? That was so weird. I'm like Amelia Earhart. Are we tapping in or what? <laughs> um, <clears throat> we had a we had a great mullet from from Eddie Guerrero. Uh, this is classic Eddie Guerrero mullet. Uh, so so much party here, so much business here. Um, and I have here for two AAA wrestlers. This is a lot of Matt wrestling and Russ Um, mm-hmm. that was really weird. I expected a little more. Not not a little more. I expected a lot more chain wrestling. Not necessarily high spots, but a lot of into this, into this, into this, into this, into this, and then a rest hold. But this was yeah. like, punch, I caught your punch, rest hold. And then we're going to sit here for three and a half minutes. There were definitely a couple good arm drags, <clears throat> but there was only like two flurries. Yeah, I, I was I was really sad about that. And <clears throat> what was really weird for, for these two gentlemen, we had a lot of... Uh, Wrestlers initiating the crowd hype during this match. The whole yeah. pose for me. Oh, the crowd's <laughs> quiet. Pose for me. Oh, the crowd's loud because I'm the babyface. And they did it for like five minutes. I'm like, the fuck is this? No one cares. Just fucking wrestle. The crowd didn't care because when Eddie oh. did his part, it was like, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're you're the A you're, smattering. Yeah, you're, applause. The, you're the good guy. And when Conan did it, there was no booze. It was just dead fucking quiet. And I'm like, And they kept doing it like they were going to get a response. And I'm like, please stop. Time out. No more. Um, There was a really awesome, gorgeous sit out from behind. There was like the razor's edge. Conan had. Yeah, uh, that. Conan had Eddie Guerrero on like the razor's edge. And he threw him up over his shoulders and then pulled him down for a sit down power bomb. That was dope. I, I can't even remember the last time I've seen something like that. I was like, chef's kiss. That was definitely the highlight of the crowd. And as you said, Mike, the headbutt to the nuts is a really weird fucking finish. Yeah,
1: what happened there?
0: Like, did was the, was that the planned finish? Because it kind of looked like it was supposed to happen. Like, like it, to I me, to me, it was it like just, Eddie Guerrero and Conan like did not care about this fucking match. They're like,
1: yeah, that's what I thought. I think they were just like, fuck it, it's eighteen twenty seven. Let's go home.
0: Yeah, that's how <laughs> I felt. They were like, like they had something else to do. Like, we got to do this match. Oh, we got something else to do. Let's just go out there, roll around for a bit, and we're done. And that's how it felt like. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Eddie Guerrero's leapfrog looked real shitty in, in this one too. Like, <clears throat> excuse me, little little booger back there. Um, the he- the uh, <laughs> it was just there was a lot of sloppy parts in this match for two technically sound wrestlers. There was a lot of like miscommunications. Maybe maybe they were both drunk. Little little too much tequila with the jalapenos, huh? oh, <laughs> oh man, oh. some cervezas back in the back. Because I got to be racist, too. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, this does not seem like a pay-per-view quality match. It was more like a Thunder filler match. Like, after fucking Glacier and Sergeant Pittman, we've got Conan, and,
3: yeah,
0: Conan and Eddie Guerrero <laughs> before the main event. And they were like, we're on fucking Thunder, bro. That's how, that's how it felt like. We're on fucking Thunder right now. That's what it felt like, and it's just like, I expected way much more out of these two gentlemen because they're capable of so much better matches, but uh, here we are. On to the
1: next. Match two of the pay-per-view featured the Belfast Bruiser, Fit Finley, speaking of Hall of Fame mullets, you took on Lord Steven Regal, he came out with Jeeves Um, in a singles match with a which is just, I, I really enjoyed this match, actually. But the finish was, again, wonky. So two wonky finishes to start the <laughs> pay-per-view with the two potentially good or good matches on the card. Um, but the Belfast Bruiser was able to beat Steven Regal by disqualification because the Blue Bloods came out in their fear. We had a Bobby Eaton s- s- sighting. Shout out to Bobby Eaton. Sam? Let's go with your thoughts. Beautiful Bobby. This
0: was the crown jewel of the entire night. Um, <laughs> this was stiff shot city or some wonderful looking punches, but I'm going to say knowing how both of those two gentlemen work, it was definitely snug and tight as the boys would say. Toit. The match opens with complete fire. Like I thought these guys were mad at each other in the back. I was like, just, we took it to the fucking ring. I'm going to punch you in the mouth for fucking real. <laughs> like That's how that, that opening of that mat match felt. Um, you know how much I forgot I loved forearm pins? Get them on the ground and yeah. bury that forearm in their fucking yeah. face. That's oh, that's good shit. That's just good. You don't see that either anymore. Like that could be, why Why doesn't like um, MJF put that in there or fucking uh, Adam Cole? Like that would be, that would elevate their heel game tenfold. Like here's a little fucking forearm in your fucking face. <laughs> just good stuff. Uh, European uppercuts by both of these gentlemen. Absolute perfection. Looks painful, um, would not want to receive. Well, maybe I would just for posterity, but pain-wise, probably not. Um, there's rest holds here, but there's rest holds with punishment. Like, they would do little extra things while they're doing their rest holds, which was fucking amazing. You don't see that either. Um, you got the heel pin covers with the shin against the throat. That was fucking amazing. He's yeah. got him on the ground. Steven Regal puts his shin on Fit Finley's thing, looks up at the ref, like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Like, I don't even think I've ever seen that before. I was like, that's fucking, <laughs> that was fucking neat. Um, the, the, the thing, it's like, I was watching these two and I'm like, no one does it like this currently at all either. Like, this is, this felt like brutality. Like, I thought I was watching two guys. Really trying to kill every kill each other. Everything was stiff and snug, but looking amazing. It looked like a real contest. There was complete and utter physicality in this match. Um, did Regal get color the hard way? Did he get a busted nose? Because I didn't see any gig marks or, or bleeding. I think so. I think it was all down here below. Which, if they're working snug, tight, stiff, whatever, makes sense. So that was real cool. And I'm sure if, I'm sure Stephen Regal went in the back, gave him a high five for really punching him in the nose because that's just the way Steven Regal works. Um, Ends in a heel-tastic way. I actually enjoyed the ending because it's just further the heel work by Steven Regal by bringing out the Blue Bloods and fucking him up some more and then he gives him that real fucking super Hulk smash slap to the face at the end. Like, that was just fucking... I loved it. To me, this is actually... If you're going to watch... Any WCW thing that we have to do, watch this match. This match yeah, is an absolute is, yeah. treat, a gem. You don't see wrestling like this anymore. Currently, oh, I, I just wish more wrestling looked like this. It was fucking amazing. Things things made sense. Every every why was answered. Every rest hold was was extra brutal. Just ah, wonderful. <laughs>
1: My thoughts on the finish: It's a pay per view, so I want clean finishes. To to I get finish that. stories. That that's the that's the only reason. And to me, I, the finish. I, call here. A wonky. I get it.
0: I get it. I think the the finish here was just to further the storyline between Finlay yeah. and Stephen Regal, so it made sense to me in
2: that aspect.
1: Mikey, Mikey.
2: Well, I I love the you want to call it the European style or the British style of wrestling. Oh, yeah. I absolutely love it. And, I, and these two guys are the epitome of that style of wrestling. Um, everything that they do looks like it hurts like hell. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like you said, that, that forearm, you know, <clears throat> raking that forearm across the jaw as you're pinning, uh, a Steven Regal staple, it just makes sense. I'm going to pin this guy, and I'm going to put him in so much pain that he's going to want to hold his shoulders down on the mat and, and end this because it hurts. It's the little things like um, that that make the fucking difference, man. Yeah, and, and these both these guys are great at it. I did I enjoyed how they they introduced Finley as the Belfast Bruiser, and that was his ring name, mm-hmm. but they could they called him everything but the Belfast Bruiser. They had to struggle <laughs> yeah. to call him. They're like Fit Finley. It, uh, you could hear that hesitation. They were they were calling him Fit Finley, but like cutting it off at the end like shit. You know, we're not supposed to call him that. Um <laughs> the reason that you don't see like MJF doing it is he's not British. I'm just saying, I I want that
0: extra heel spice is all I'm saying.
2: Yeah. But um, I think that it's a requirement. You have to to use those tactics. You have to be British or you have to be (laughs) European. Fair enough. Um, I I didn't, I didn't see beautiful Bobby Eaton at all. I saw uh, Earl Robert Eaton. Pardon me. He was out there uh, (laughs) along with squire, Dave Taylor, who is
1: your cousin
2: underrated. Dave Taylor was a, an amazing performer. He never really, I, I think he was in regal shadow so bad though. And they came up together in the, in the, uh the British wrestling and the, the German wrestling um scene. Reach. So, you know, with, with Otto Vance, uh, I loved slammed it under uh, the giant. What's that?
1: Otto Vance slammed Andre the giant.
2: He actually, yes, he did. Um, I love Finley's mustache. <laughs> he had a great mustache and <laughs> a great mullet. Uh, I wish he would have kept that because I think that really would have and the mullet. I think that really uh, it, it just looked good on him. It actually the really did. I,
0: like there's there's yeah. there's not mullets that look good on a lot of people, but it fucking fit fit Finley well. It, it was a great look.
2: The one thing that I if if you're gonna go out and have a stiff, hard hitting wrestling match. The way you should start it is taking off your studded leather jacket with the metal shoulder plate and smacking your opponent in the, <laughs> the face with it. That was the that was the start that this match needed.
1: He also slapped the dead ass shit out of Jeeves. He did, yeah. as he <laughs> like, walking down the ring. he's like whap
2: and then yeah, Jeeves. Yeah, the he just like walks by and turns around. It's like wham! Gives him a smack.
1: <laughs> Thanks for coming,
0: Jeeves.
2: Yeah. Get, go go back to the locker room and get your boys.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh <laughs> Match of the night, as far as I'm concerned, because it really went to shit after this. I'm
0: going to go ahead and say probably the WCW match of the year.
1: Quite possibly. You know? I don't think there's a question. You know? <laughs> In all right. honesty. Yeah. Um, see if it did beats. One other point I want to bring up about that match, the geography argument between the commentators. Oh, boy. The yes. distance between Ireland. Right? So dumb. And, and, and London. Like what? What the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> you know, they—they're yeah, they, they was... right
0: next door. To... No, they're not right next door to each other. <laughs> like, oh come boy!
1: On,
0: dude. I believe Heenan said it was just a few blocks away. Yeah. <laughs> it <it's laughs> like, was across a body of water and on an island somewhere.
1: Like, come on, bro. and that was Dusty's fault, dude. Dusty yeah. are... <laughs> Dusty was pissed. He's like, they're from the same place. Yep. No, man, England and Ireland are not the same. Nope. And they would get very pissed if you said that. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, dude. Um, Colonel Robert Parker, with his red elbow pads, defeated Medusa. Um, We're not going to talk about Paul White. I don't want to talk about the interviews. Okay, well, I
0: just want to say Paul White <laughs> Go has got hot bars of heat. He rhymed riddles <laughs> and griddles. Yes, <laughs> he made he, he gave a dis rhyme to the Loch Ness, aka haystacks.
1: And I'll tell you what, Loch Ness earned that diss.
0: He did.
2: That's all I wanted to say. Paul White's got bars.
1: (laughs) Colonel Parker versus the producer. I
2: like Mean Gene's Gene's dig against the Loch Ness during that, too, where he said, I got a buddy I should introduce you to. He's a dentist. I think he'd love you. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And let me tell you, Mean Gene looked very interesting at this point because the shrooms are in full effect. (laughs) There there were definitely some... uh, the big show was intense. I'll just say that. <laughs> Partly why I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it was fucking pure nightmare fuel in all honesty. <laughs> um, <laughs> but na- speaking of nightmare fuel, Colonel, Colonel, Parker Robert Parker, Colonel Robert Parker defeated Medusa in a man versus woman match because there's literally no women for her to fight. At all. <laughs> so they threw her into this and... Uh, Sam, (laughs) I'm at a
0: loss for words, really. I was at a loss for words because I saw Medusa come out, and I'm like, who is she wrestling? And then out came Colonel Parker, and I'm like, intergender match? No, thanks. Fast forward. (laughs) But then I stopped, and hold on one second.
1: (laughs) That was dope. (laughs) all right we're
0: good (laughs) was was that the big the the big steel
2: man (laughs) yeah
0: Um, so I I said no thanks but then I'm like I'm kind of curious what the fuck's gonna happen here (laughs) My, my notes here is although it does look like a lunder blaze if she took a suplex her heavy hangers would pop out from the bottom at any
1: second the heavy hangers, indeed. Yes.
0: And then, uh, my my, so I, I noticed that. I'm like, okay, so her udders are about to pop out. And then she utters. gets the body slam on Colonel Parker. And she celebrates like it's her first wrestling move she's ever learned and performed correctly. That's when I stopped and fast forward. I was like, I, I have no interest in this. Because you were just, you're, you're demeaning what Medusa did. And this makes no sense to me. Like, Why? so I was like, fast forward. That was the end of it. And frankly, it just mimicked domestic violence. Basically. And not even in a fun ECW way either. It was just like. It was just the man is powerful. Yeah. And I was like, no, thanks. I fast forward after she did that body slam and celebrated like it was the biggest move in the world. I was like, "Mm -mm." you're not going to insult my intelligence today, WCW, even though you already did. And you will continue after this
2: match as well. (laughs) Mikey. Mikey. (laughs) Well, I, I thought it was a disservice to both performers. Uh, of course, we know uh, the Alondra Blaze Medusa. Uh, her her legacy, even to this point, you know, was, was amazing. Um, and to put her out there in this kind of weird intergender match. And uh, Robert Parker, his work as Robert Fuller in the Mid-South mm. before this, he was a great wrestler. And to put him in this role... Uh, and kind of saddle him with that misogynistic, you know down uh, south a woman belonging to Kitchen Barefoot. Yep, gonna put this woman that in might, her place. A, that and, might be
1: a direct quote.
2: Yeah, probably. I think it I think it was, yeah. It and actually in in character. Uh, and then to to have that really weird, you know, bridge suplex pin and dirty dick came and slapped her foot out of the way and Parker very uncomfortably rolled on top of her and got the pin. Alundra it was
0: plays a... got some dirty dick. Mm. She did. Oh, did she? Boy, yes. Slapped so by it, it.
2: It was yeah. It was a it was a weird finish to a weird match, and I was not a fan. Yeah, like I said, after that body
0: slam, I fast forward. I didn't watch. So
1: yeah, let's just move forward to more great wrestling. <laughs> hey. Hold on, wait. Where's Lee Marshall at today? That's my question. Oh my
0: god.
2: <laughs> He was the voice of Tony the Tiger, did you know? I did not know that. Yes, he was. After uh, 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 Burl Ravenswood, who sang the Grinch song, mm-hmm. retired as Tony the Tiger, Lee Marshall was the uh, voice of Tony the Tiger. I did
0: not know that. Thank you. For, you answered my question. Where is Lee Marshall? That's what he's doing. Cool. He Thank was you. great. <laughs> great. <laughs> DDP versus Oh My Fuck.
1: Yeah, the big, the, the, <sighs> the booty daddy. No. It's not as me, the booty man. It's another booty guy. The booty, it's man. the booty man, Brutus Beefcake. Cozy straight booty mm-hmm. with the booty babe came out later. Kimberly in a lovely little Alexa Bliss copied tutu dress thing, tutu outfit Is versus a, a, a wild mushroom? haired <laughs> <laughs> versus a wildly haired Diamond Dallas page. Yeah, he had some relaxer it... in his hair today. It really made me feel like I was watching The Cowardly Lion. <laughs> uh, Facts, but uh. The booty man made it, so Diamond Dallas was out of wrestling. That was, the, that was the stip. Mikey, what are your thoughts on the booty man and his tights against Diamond Dallas Page?
2: Well, you know, like I referenced, I, I, I enjoyed Bobby Heenan's commentary on, uh, on Kimberly Page wearing a mushroom. Um, <laughs> now, there was a graphic that popped up at the beginning of this match saying that it was an I quit match. Which ended in a pinfall. Right. So they, they this is where they began changing the rules of the match on the fly. Uh, and it did not end. <laughs> this was not a good showing for DDP at all. No. Uh, and obviously did not take him out of wrestling because I think that he was back in wrestling the same year. Probably. I, th- yeah. I think
0: that's when he had a seven or nine month layoff just to... Yeah. Yeah. What
2: he did. He he went to grow his hair out. (laughs) Yeah. He Um, tightened up his curl a little bit. Yeah. It just. I was I was like okay it's an I quit match with two guys that do not have a submission move. (laughs) Hold on that's not true. Back when Brutus Beefcake was Brutus Beefcake his finisher was the sleeper
0: which I guess isn't.
2: It's a, it's, it's a submission it's a, to put
0: you out, but it's not one we you can tap to. That's a submission. That's yeah, a you, submission. Can't, you can't quit.
2: Yeah. You, it, you, Your body you quits. ineligible.
0: <laughs> right. I can't quit you. Yeah. Which so, of which the booty man did not do. That no, was not the not finish. Quit. Was not a sleeper. No.
2: Nope, it was a, a pinfall and didn't do it for me. <laughs> no, this, this didn't do it for you? <laughs> that's it. <this is>, nope. <laughs> Especially not following, those... it, following that, that amazing match. Nope. Assless tights. Assless tights didn't get you going. Nope. It did not. Nope, just me. Um Sam, you're up. DDP versus, uh, this is my note,
0: DDP versus, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have space, 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 another line full of spaces, another line full of spaces, the booty man. <sighs> Ed Leslie is a better name than the booty man. He should have just been fucking Ed Leslie. Who the fuck came up? You know what it was? They like, we took Brutus' scissors away. What's left? Oh, his assless butt fucking tights. That's all that's left. So let's call him the Butt fucking
2: tight. His assless butt fucking tight. Because that's, I mean, those are the
0: same fucking tights he had as Brutus the Barber Beefcake, just not in purple and black, but white and weird pastel pink or whatever the fuck that was. So you take his scissors away and that's all he is. The butt man. His ass pants. Cool. I actually longed for him being the Zodiac right here. I was like, couldn't you have just been the Zodiac now? Did you have to be the booty man? Of course, the answer was, I am the booty man. This is a classic. Uh, classic. I wrestled in eighty-seven, but it's ninety-six, and my hair is thinking, not cut with the super widow's peak with a bandana. Like he had, he had so much real estate around here in the bandana and this widow's peak. S- classic fucking look right there um it's like hbk from wish that's how i felt like he was just trying to do (laughs) Shawn michaels but not good at all super slow paced match a lot of hot dogging to the crowd because again let's do what conan and eddie guerrero did except this one actually got a reaction because it's brutus the barber beefcake from wwf versus DDP. People don't like DDP back then. People loved the booty man back then, so it actually got a rise and booze out of the crowd. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking dumb. Um, this was a real letdown going from Steven Regal to this because, like I said, I didn't watch the London Blaze matches. Fast forwarded. Um, <laughs> the only highlight in this match is DDP selling his ass off for Ed Leslie.
3: Yeah.
0: So much to where it got ridiculous when he took that spill outside of the floor and he was all in a daze, and then he walks into the ring post because he's in a daze, and then he turns around, and's all stumbling, and then he flips over the guardrail because he's still in a fuck. I was like, good God, look at that selling. Like, Ric Flair is proud of you right now.
1: Um, he had to know it was bullshit. Right? And then and the, other high... <laughs> the other
0: high point <laughs> of this match, Kimberly in a 2-2 type skirt. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, butt, the butt shelf in the back, A plus in my book.
1: Yeah, Kimberly was a, it was a rare treat. But uh, this match, not it.
0: Not it. If this were 85, this match would have been hot as fuck. But we're in 1996. Bro, why, did I love, we're in
1: 1996 why did I love Bruce b so much? He
0: was my favorite, too, as a kid. I loved him. I think it was just a precursor like, to us being on cutthroat. That's all it is. Yeah. Just the big so scissors. Shit. We, love, Cheers. we love the scissors. That's what it is. But yeah, that's all I have for this match, because fuck this match.
1: Next, we have the number one contenders match. For the Hold WCW. on, Michael. You forgot one important thing between this match. His name his. is
3: Larry Fool.
1: Okay, we can go. Are you sure you know what to go on? This is a good, this is a mid trip as well. All the interview segments were nightmare fuel. Absolutely. I just, I just want to go like the skeleton version in, of, you know, talk
0: talking to me. In case your wife doesn't know what Lex's name is, you might want to tell her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Erica.
2: His name's Larry Fall! Okay. Thank you. And that, what? Lovely, that lovely airbrushed jacket that he was gifted. Oh, Man. oh yeah.
0: That, that was nice. It was, when did Lex did Lex just come back from WWF or is he going to? I don't remember what years
1: those <laughs> were. We yelled at me on
2: podcasting.
0: <laughs> but I was like, is this his parting gift to going to the WWF? This jacket? But he, I was like, or was did he half just come of the back? the
2: tag team champions
0: yeah. at this at this point. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Such a weird thing. WCW's just—I—I th- I honestly think they took everyone's name in a hat and just thought of an idea and then pulled out two wrestlers. And was like, okay, these are the guys that are going to do this idea.
1: That's yeah, really how it shit? feels. Yeah.
0: Anyways, contenders Singles match. match.
1: <laughs> Number one contender for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Big goal. Monday Night Raw again, or me, Monday Nitro against Ric Flair. We had the giant Jimmy Hart against the mighty Loch Ness. Hey, two minutes and 30. This was two minutes and 34 seconds. uh, God.
0: It's about as long as Loch Ness can
1: go. I'll tell you what, they did a lot of work in the corner. (laughs) Loch Ness wasn't moving much. Nope. Uh, It's fine. Are there are there any thoughts on this? Who even wants to fucking talk about this match? Anybody Mikey, you're not who's up first? Sam Mikey, any just fucking say something, I guess. So, my first line on
0: this is much like the booty man. My first line of notes is dot 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 dot. <laughs> thank and then my following note is thank god we're getting the epic conclusion from last month's pay-per-view. I'm so excited <laughs> to see this. That's sarcasm for those at home. <laughs> uh, my prayers have been answered and this is how I know that there is no God <laughs> no one asked for this fucking shit whole match the only thing that was great was that over the top turnbuckle spill that he took that Paul White took like he went yeah. over the top turnbuckle to the floor and I'm like big man you don't need to do that you will not kill yourself like you too big well, he's to be so awesome athletic. yeah like that was impressive so, at that point he was so athletic mm-hmm. he, he's kind maybe it's because he's in the ring with fucking Loch Ness but he, he is a human pile of six-foot-nine shit square. Just gross. Oof. Fat. Um, <laughs> all I, um, my next note is, at least it was quick. Nice job, Haystacks. That's it. That's all you I got earned, for this match. You earned your money there. Again, two minutes, 34 seconds. There ain't much to
2: say at all. Yeah, Two big men. Mikey, anything to add? Um, my only note is Andre Jr. wins. <laughs> The, they, i know his father i know his father <laughs> oh no that
1: was that was bobby that said that pardon me
2: oh yeah yeah because bobby bobby had the andre connection there mm-hmm. um yeah i didn't i never cared for them selling him as andre's son ever no because we knew it was bullshit no one did uh and uh yeah this match was horrible um
0: you know the only people who bought that 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 was Andre the giant's kid. It was people who thought Sting was better than Hulk Hogan. Just saying.
1: Shout out to Donnie Dodge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Donnie, if you're watching, you probably thought he was Andre's son, huh?
1: huh? <laughs> you thought it, did <laughs> too. Uh Yeah,
2: th- th- this match, I don't think anybody bought that, uh, that Loch Ness was going to battle Ric Flair, although I kind of might have wanted to see that.
1: Oh my God, I want to see that now. Like, <laughs> like what What the yeah. fuck would happen in that?
2: That would be amazing.
1: Can you imagine the chops? You know what, let me let me... Loch Ness's final bump, where he just went straight and timbered. Yeah. 700-pound guy. Like, he got <laughs> up a couple times. I have a hard time getting up. So, like, <laughs> shout out to him for getting off the ground a couple times. <laughs> I, 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 I don't out. know, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That, nothing nothing to say about that.
0: No. Just that is quite
2: possibly one of the worst matches of all time.
1: Quite yeah. possibly. But You're th- ready for inha- 30 minutes of a mess. Boy. I was Sting like,
0: Booker T. is this an Iron Man match or
1: is this a Chicago I Street Lee, fight? Yeah. It... Go ahead. Sting of Booker T defeated the Road Warriors. You might know him, Hawk and Animal, in a Chicago Street fight. 30 minutes of just... Uninteresting yeah. mess. Yeah. Maybe. Which is hard because these are like four huge superstars. It just it, it did absolutely nothing for it. the highlight of the match was Lex Luger <laughs> in the mirror and he yelled, You ruined my sheen because he was oiling up. <laughs> I like the that, was it for me. I the that was I have to say that was the only thing that made me even like budge. <laughs> like I got, I got about I got about uh, I'd shit. say 16 minutes in before I went to bed.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> and
1: then <laughs> this is where I started again this morning. Um, even Booker T couldn't save this for me. No, it was no. It was fine. <laughs> Mikey was what on you, first. What did you think about the Chicago Street fight?
2: Apparently the only weapons they have in Chicago are chairs and brooms. One, a, what
1: single gr- a single green chair.
2: Hold on, hold on. Remember when they <laughs> tried, the
1: back.
0: They tried grabbing the, the chair back. from the front row yes. and they're all interlocked together? That Finley. was in the beginning. That was Finley. I know, but like <laughs> who interlocks steel fucking folding chairs? That was the Tupelo weirdest row. shit.
2: Fucking Tupelo. Yeah. My yeah. God. But yeah, they had a single green folding chair. Just one. That came from the back.
0: They and, had to get it from uh,
2: 55 yards away. And two brooms. Oh two brooms God. and they had to explain, now if you're going to use a broom, you're going to want to use that handle pot because the <laughs> other pot's are not going to do a lot of damage.
0: But which end do they end up using?
2: Uh He beat Sting with the bristle part of the broom.
0: <laughs> like a <laughs> Tom know. and Jerry fucking episode.
2: <laughs> yes. I'm yes. giving my a heart they, attack right now. <laughs> I want to know what kind of <laughs> tape they use to tape... The monster that his animals feet together that he couldn't break loose when they they taped him around the uh, the the pillar in the back. Mm. They added um,
0: handcuffs later. They did. Ah, yeah. After after they cut back to the front when you when you came back to the end of the match, he was an actually cuffs so I was like, like we didn't fucking notice. Are you kidding me?
2: <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Luger Luger was the highlight when they they fight to the back and you know he's in the mirror and they. comment. I oh, is that Lex looking at himself in the mirror? <laughs> Um, and then they bumped him. You ruined my (laughs) sheet. The one thing, and they did make, they did make mention of this. There should have been two referees. If they're going to have four guys fighting all over the place, Of course, because there were so many times that the referee was outside the ring, paying attention to that. And someone had a pinfall in the ring. Yep. That for like 10 seconds.
0: Again, they just throw shit at the wall and see what sticks.
1: You yeah. dickheads couldn't get this done in 15 minutes. No, it had to be a that, fucking that's, mini that's Iron Man match.
2: That's what yeah. Yeah. A horrible match, uh, and horrible use of four superstars, you know, four giant stars. I, 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 and another one where I think that they kind of made up the rules on the fly because it almost seemed like they're, they're battling and then it's like, Oh shit, this is a street fight. Um, let me go get a chair.
1: 55 yeah, it, yards away.
2: Yes. Horrible. <laughs> fucking so under the, the fucking, fucking ring.
1: ring. They had no yeah. idea, dude. They're like, is, is Sting leaving? <laughs> is he leaving his partner? No, he's going to get that fucking green chair.
2: Yeah, that he forgot in the dressing room. That <laughs> you so couldn't carry it tuck to the under the, ring the with fucking you. ring. Even, even public enemy knew to bring a fucking table to the ring if they're going to use it.
1: So This, may, this match made me Appreciate Public Enemy, so (laughs) fuck you. Wow, WCW, that's a big
2: mark, bro. That's really all I have. So tell them, Sam. (laughs) So
0: Chicago. Okay, where, where are we located? Two below Mississippi. Two below. So are we getting an airplane to go to Chicago to have this fight?
1: Aren't the Road Warriors from Chicago? They
0: are, but the Chicago Street Fight is in a ring, not actually in the street. Apparently, the outside of the ring. Is known as Chicago, unbeknownst to me, because that's where a majority of this fight took place was outside Chicago the ring. Chicago, Mississippi. So that is that is now known as Chicago. So anybody takes a spill outside of the ring, they're now in Chicago. Um, that's the only <sighs> well they kept dipping into in this whole match was we're going to fight outside the ring. Yep. Half the time, like I think they secretly would like whisper, "Okay, you're in the ring. Okay, we're going to go outside," and the other guys would go in. And then, like Mikey said, I was just like, what the fuck is the referee fucking doing? Why is there not three refs here? One for the outside, one for inside, and then one for 55 yards away when they're going to go fuck with the fucking cage of doom. Because they
1: dipped in that well for no fucking reason, which was dumb. You you know it's bad when Sam does this. (laughs) He actually, like, <laughs> tapped his head. Why are they? Not? Instead of clapping his hands, like, do the math. They're like, why out. is this? Let you know it's real bad. Right.
0: Uh, so, yeah, this base, all this match, the Chicago street fight in this match is just fighting outside the ring. That's it. I was like, are they going to bring any foreign objects? Is there going to be a chair? Is there going to be a table? Did not happen until, like, the last five minutes of the match.
1: Of a 30-fucking-minute match. And the thing is, we're in Tupelo home of the Tupelo concession stand brawl. They didn't even use the concession stand.
0: No, no, no. Oh, I am just, at least there was a back rake. Thank you, Animal. Animal brought back rake city to the match. I almost popped, almost popped. But then I was like, is this match over yet? And that, that was like my <laughs> my mantra after like 10 minutes. Like, why isn't this match over? Why isn't this match over? This has gone on too fucking long. What the weird thing was though, the crowd was eating this shit up. They were on their fucking feet for like the last ten minutes of this match. I'm like, why? There is nothing special going on here besides they're wrestling outside, and they it's took them four stars, dude. They took them to to the fucking cage of death and threw them into them over the lights once, like, you you, you bounced off
2: a of bouncy chain league fence. Wow, Chicago is fuck. Jesus. <laughs> um, Did you notice there was a point? Where they were working over animal on the ring post, they had him crotched on the ring yeah. post, and they maybe like pulled him a couple times to uh, to to hit him in the in the balls, and then all of a sudden Hawk notices what's going on. It's like, <laughs> hey, you leave my friend's balls right. alone, right. <laughs> and he goes over to interfere after they've done it two or three times.
0: Right, and then and then they they fight him off, and they do it one more time where are Sting yes. Sting and uh, Booker T each grab a leg and crotch him again. I'm like.
1: I'll tell you what, everybody's undercarriage in that match had to really fucking hurt. Except, from except balls, Booger T.
0: Booker T. Booker T. Ain't the asshole. Yeah. Like that whole area. Everybody yeah. except those two. Or that guy. Except Sting got it. Animal got it. Hawk got it. Yeah. I guess, I guess Booker T's balls are just too big to hurt. So they're like, fuck It's this.
2: in his contract.
0: It,
1: Invincible.
2: Right? Invincible he, has, balls. He, has, he has creative control over his testicles.
0: Now, 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 fellas, you do know that my wife is from Chicago. So I have been to Chicago. A handful of times Mm -hmm. in my life. I've actually been on the streets of Chicago. And let me tell you, fellas, there is absolutely no TV cable wires drug across any streets, any sidewalks, anywhere. But yet, in a Chicago street fight, they grab the fucking camera cable wires and start choking each other. Chicago is fuck. Now, if this were Chicago, they would have rat signs that eat dog feces and say, please. Pick up your dog shit so the rats don't come out of the sewers and eat the shit. I wanted to see some shit-eating rats in this fucking match, and I didn't get fucking one. Those signs are everywhere in fucking Chicago.
2: Just saying. And okay. a severe lack of wind. There should have been more wind in this match.
0: Yeah. I mean, let's get with it, Windy City.
1: Um, Let's add shit to this horrible shit. Please. <laughs> you too. <laughs>
0: um. What else do I have on here? Uh and I have another note here. This match is going on too long. <laughs> <laughs> um, the business end of uh Wicker Broom is definitely Chicago Street Fight material. I am so glad that they busted out the uh the the, the brooms and hit him like Tom and Jerry style, like I said. That w- that was fucking great. Uh
1: <laughs> what else do I have here? Sting holding it up at the end. Oh, this was my favorite.
0: When when Booker T left and I thought like he actually left, I was like, my note. I would have left too, Booker T. I would have left too. <laughs> yes. And then the third member of Harlem Heat is revealed to be Lex Luger, which was really cool. Um, again, you fucking with the sheen. Uh, at least they got a little closer to the street going to the back. I'm sure the street was probably another 100 yards away, so they almost got to a street fight, but not Chicago quite. Um, do my notes keep going? No, that was, that was it. They're a little closer to the street <laughs> is where it ended, and then the whole handcuff switcheroo was just wow. How dumb do they think we really are?
1: And boys, just when you thought that was horrible. <laughs> we take Next the we get... factor up seven notches. Oh my God. The, th- the only thing that was 25 minutes. The Doomsday Cage match. Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage defeated. I'm going to go through the whole fucking list. <laughs> Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Ming... The Barbarian, Lex Luger, the Taskmaster, Zeus, the Ultimate Solution, Jeep Swenson. Jesus fucking Christ. Let me talk about Jeep Swenson. They were they were accompanied by women. Miss Elizabeth and Jimmy Hart. Also, Brian Pillman was often mentioned, but never seen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh Booker Man. Three Tears. I is this not I the have, War Games Cage? No, War Games no. is one one stage, two ri- one thing, two two rings. What
0: is the cage that's three tier that they've had
2: it before?
1: It, this is the, I think a, this is the debut of it.
2: Yeah, I think this was the debut. They had, uh, uh oh, what's his name? They
1: did uh, it in Ready to Rumble, the movie.
2: Well, they did, and and they also used it um, with DDP, Chris mm-hmm. Canyon, and David Arquette, where David Arquette yeah. won the championship.
1: Yeah, those uh, for promotion of that movie too. I could have yeah. swore it was called something else. But I don't know why it's, I thought war games. But anyways, continue. Yeah, the Doomsday Cage, man. It was uh, it was wild. And as I, wild I as the a rule. Monday night eating mayo on white bread. That's say, dude. I didn't understand. I did not understand any of the rules. <laughs> N- none of it made sense. Nobody. Did. They left the cage at one point, came back, mm-hmm. and uh, I was I was impressed with 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 G. Swenson being so fucking huge. That, That's it. That, that is beef boy city. That's what killed him at age 40 of a heart attack. Yeah. think he's, he's like the,
0: the juice was loose. He's like, like the, the chickens that, that we raise in America where they just pump them full of fucking hormones. He was like those chicken. Because American chickens, like normally, they, they take like a year and a half to grow full size. In America, yeah. we pump them full of biotics and shit that they get full size in four months. And like. I think thirty five percent of chicken flocks die of heart attacks because of mm-hmm. all the biotics and shit we pump them full. So that's exactly what I thought with him. I was like, oh, he died at forty because I I looked him up too. I was like, who the fuck is yeah. this guy? Gangsta Z. Which,
1: yeah, on well, Zeus. That, I, awesome I was player. like, what a what a clever rebrand, Gangsta Z. Yeah. That was that might have been the only cool moment when Teeny Hogan and Teeny Savage did the face off against Jeep Swenson and, and Zeus, where they looked small. I liked that because fuck those guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, that happened. Mikey, actually, who went first last? Who wants to talk about this first? Before okay,
0: so uh, neat idea here, but all you can really do is brawl, brawl, brawl brawl and brawl that you can't wrestle in this fucking cage because if you noticed when two men got in one square, that bitch dipped hard. Like Mark, Mark, was it Mark Curtis who was reffing it somewhat? I can't remember if it was Mark Curtis or uh, actually I do. E. Wee Anderson, I think. It was Randy Anderson actually. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Randy Anderson would point at certain spots at the floor. You could uh, at certain spots. He'd be like, don't step there. Don't step there. I was like, yeah, you you can't fucking wrestle in this thing. So that for alone was fucking boring. Um, if you had maybe some cruiserweights or some lightweights in here, you could have all types of fucking fun in this match. Like I would like to see this match come back for like AEW or, or some cruiserweight title thing where light guys can just go fucking bananas in this thing. That would be fucking amazing. Um, it sh- honestly should have just been Mang versus the Ma- Mega Powers because we know how that it would have been done. They wouldn't have got off the first tier. Meng would have just pulled his dick out, knocked the whole fucking cage over, and it had been done. And then a Savat kick. We're good. Um, what else do I have here? Respect it. Respect. That's right. Respect it. Let's see. The true doomsday cage. cage. Yeah, this is, how, this is how the whole match went. It was kick, punch, throw them into something. Kick, punch, throw them into something. Kick, punch, throw them something. Repeat. That's all that happened this entire match. 873 mm-hmm. times, I believe, was my actual count of that combination. Yeah. Uh, Giving a fork to Mang because he's about to eat those asses when they get there. That was they they gave him the <laughs> fork and then they did nothing with it. There was no yeah. f- spot with the fucking fork that Ric Flair passed to Mang. I was like and they even zoomed in on it like really close. They're like, oh, he passed him a foreign object. Nothing. Yeah.
1: Um makes no sense. Arn Anderson sweatsuit, guys.
0: Oh my god. There was that. Yeah, the Art Anderson sweatsuit. Uh, Poor Randy Anderson did not ask to be a goddamn stuntman jumping through these fucking hatch trap doors. Poor guy. (laughs) It took him like 45 seconds to a minute and a half to get from tier to tier. Um, It really makes no sense to hold this in the main ring. They left the fucking cage of doom and went to the main ring to wrestle for a bit and then back to the cage of doom. That made no fucking sense whatever or whatsoever. Uh and it just becomes the Chicago Street Fight, basically, uh in their in by guys in their mid-40s. That was really cool. Me Mesville, population us three. Bitty bitty bop, <laughs> funky funky. Um <laughs> I was craving for you know what I've been waiting for my entire 95 through 97 time frame as a wrestling fan was the no holds barred back on home media push thanks to gangsta z aka zeus i did not know he was back in wrestling ever after that whole stint so i was like wow something that no one asked for whatsoever um (laughs) this makes no sense in 1996 at all what i mean was friday out during this time it's the only thing i can really think of Maybe they're trying to push Friday. I don't know. I,
1: it was something someone from Hogan, a ghost from Hogan's past. No
0: kidding. It's like w, w, WCW will recopy everything WWF did six years ago. Cool. Yep. Um, let's see. What is that? Uh, Jeep Swenson. The youngest truck in this whole match was originally called the final solution. And if you know anything about history, that's what Hitler's plan was called to eliminate the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What is it with wrestling not doing their history on the fucking Third Reich?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't get that either. The final yeah.
0: So they yeah. changed his name to the ultimate solution because Jewish people complained that uh, the final solution bad look WCW bad look. Um and then the weighted glove We had, he's got a glove. He's got a glove. It was a fucking surgical vinyl glove. (laughs) They called it a weighted glove. Like it was a fucking boxing glove with eight pounds of lead in the fist. Are you kidding me? I did it again. I slapped my forehead. This isn't fucking boxing. So who cares about a fucking black vinyl glove that a doctor uses? Get the fuck out of here. Such a weird match. This is horrendous as fuck. End of story.
2: Thank you for coming. Mikey, well, they this is another one where they kind of changed the rules on the fly. Um, first off, uh, Arn Anderson in his sweatsuit, uh, not wanting to take the, the bumps on the chain link, so he wore a full sweatsuit, making him look like they woke him up from a nap on the couch in the back, or or he was hanging out with Sandman all weekend. <laughs> yeah, true, <laughs> it was Sandman's ring gear, anyways. So, yeah, but the, the, the full sweatsuit. You know, and why would a heel wear a WCW sweatsuit, yeah, you know? Yeah, that was super weird. Like, why would you product. advertise the brand? Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they started out with Flair and, and Anderson in the first quadrant, and they said over and over, if they can get out of this quadrant, these two men are eliminated from the match. Nope. More on that later. <laughs> uh, they They made their way, I thought, fairly quickly through half of the Four Horsemen, which... They're supposed to be a dominant faction. Why are the mega powers blowing through them so quickly, closing the door behind them? And then if you saw it as they're shaking the door, the the chain link is coming off of the frame. Mm-hmm. It's bowing so much it's coming off of the frame. So this cage isn't very well constructed anywhere. Uh, they finally get through, they get down to Mangan the Barbarian, which I thought they went through them way too quickly.
0: Yeah, it was like uh, a minute and 10 seconds,
1: if that. Yeah. And that was a whole fucking botch, too. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he couldn't, he couldn't, Hogan couldn't fucking latch the door, door shut. Off. Yeah. So, yeah. like, like, like he could just hold off the barbarian and Ming trying to rip through a door. Fuck yeah. off, Terry. Yeah,
2: not going to happen. The reason that I feel that they went to the main ring after that is because the fans that paid for front row seats to see Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage should damn well see them front row. Yeah. Not the people that paid for the cheap seats in the back get to see the whole damn match. Uh, they said many times they have to escape the cage. Mm-hmm. They escaped the cage. A
0: handful of times.
2: Uh, several times. They were out of the cage <laughs> more than they were in the cage. And then when they actually get to the bottom level, they leave and then Hogan turns around and points... And Savage jumps in, gets the pinball on the already eliminated Ric Flair. <laughs> but don't forget that the booty man shows up to Thank distribute God. frying pans. He distributed frying pans, which were not well used. I don't know if you've ever been hit by a frying pan, oh. but it has some, some impact. Oh, yeah. Even even small frying pans fucking hurt. That yes. might have been the highlight, right, though. Them just
1: wrapping everyone with fucking frying pans upside the fucking I head. I honestly think that came from Public Enemy.
0: They were like, here's Can how you take the matchup. Take these frying pans, well, ECW it up.
2: If you remember the ECW uh, pay-per-view that we watched just not too long ago, Tommy Dreamer taped one to his foot. Yep. So I bet they saw that like frying pans. We didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. Don't don't use them in the Chicago street fight. Use them in this big-ass cage match where these two guys are going to take out most of our roster, <laughs> showing that some of the biggest sucks. guys in the roster. too. Yeah. Fucking Christ. So the I had to look up oh yeah. You know, I had to look up uh Jeep Swenson as well because I was like, Wow, this guy is this is insane. Uh who is this guy? Um Jeep Swenson, a little bit about him. He had a feud with Bruiser Brody. Yes, he did. Yeah.
0: I, I looked him up uh, after this too.
2: Yeah. Um he uh he had the largest biceps in the world. No. Nope. They were he Yes, record like for from, for people uh,
0: listening to the podcast or watching us live right now, he is actually the physical personification of the incredible Hulk. Like he
2: was yeah. just oh God, the thickest giant fucking muscle boy you've ever right. seen. Here's a match that no one wants to see, but I think I'm gonna have to dig it up. Um, Jeeps once infuted with Ahmed Johnson.
1: <laughs> oh would, yeah,
2: if you could I'm find ready. that send it to me. I, I'm I'm here for it. Yeah,
1: let's watch yeah. let's watch that.
2: So the idea is they're trying to end Hulk Hogan's career. So they bring, you know, he brings Macho Man with him. If I had to take on nine people, I would bring 10 or 12. <laughs> right. Not just Macho Man. Yeah. Um, and the booty man. Oh, yeah, you forgot and, booty man. And, yeah, I was, I was yeah and the booty man. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's what you need. Ed um, and Randy. Can Let's you go. imagine Jeep Swenson being a boxer? He had a short boxing career. Um,
0: he probably did not get past forty-five career. seconds in the first round, trying to oxygenate his fucking muscles.
2: <laughs> uh, he won. Well, he won his first two bouts by knockout, but his third fight was stopped after round one because he was knocked out or knocked down twice mm-hmm. by Frankie Garcia, debuting, a debuting boxer. Um a had a uh, had a an acting career. He was in a early Jackie Chan movie called The Big Brawl. He was uncredited. He was in No Holds Barred, playing Lugwrench Perkins. Uh My new wrestling. He name, was in or Bulletproof.
0: Name, you figure it out. <laughs> he, he was wreck. James
2: Kahn's bodyguard in uh, in Bulletproof, the Adam Sandler, Damon Wayne's movie. Mm-hmm. But best known for playing Bane in Batman and Robin.
1: Yes, where his oh. actual
2: blood vessels were just they just took the makeup and outlined his blood his actual blood vessels because that's all he needs. Well, needed. there just you go. A fucking America. You've all seen that
0: vascular. shit. Movie?
2: The guy who played um,
0: fucking Bane—that's Jeep Swenson, fucking thick boy.
2: The fuck rises. He got his name Jeep because his dad was known as Tank, and they <laughs> said, "Well, every tank needs a Jeep." Every tank needs a Jeep. That's right. Uh, and then it is it is well uh, well noted here in his Wikipedia, which is the truth, you know, the, the, the Bible of truth that we're going to use on Jeep Swenson, uh, that you know, he had a heart attack in in, uh, in ninety seven. At the age of 40, Hulk Hogan, Davy Boy Smith, and James Caan gave eulogies. Uh, co-stars George Clooney, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Uma Thurman, his Batman and Robin co-stars, attended as well, and they were shocked. Um, it says he was an avid user of steroids and no, started shit. using in his early 20s. And, and because of at his, age forty,
0: when he fucking died, at age
2: forty, <laughs> because of his use of steroids, he was unable to put on a shirt, walk upstairs, or shower properly. And not from fat, from fucking muscles. From muscle, from muscle. This guy was a beast, and uh, and uh, yeah, that's how they uh, that's how they used him was to uh, try to end Hulkamania. I bet that guy's testicles were raisins. Just That's saying. also probably why he was in the lowest cage, is because he couldn't go up the stairs to get yeah. in the upper cages.
1: <laughs> I uh, You have to go up three stairs to get the fucking it. ring. If you can but, fucking ruin Randy Savage, you're doing a bad job. Right. Like, just frankly, right. uh, this was a horrible watch. The only thing worth watching on there, outside of Jeff Swenson, <laughs> just, just for the wow factor, was Stephen Steven, Steven Regal versus Fit Family. That's... It's kind of it's kind of a strange strange bounce because that is, I think that's a must watch match from nineteen ninety seven. If you were putting together a mixtape of matches from the pay per views of ninety seven, this is definitely one you you, you put on there. Correction: ninety six. Ninety six. They say ninety six. What did I say? You said ninety seven. Oh, 96, Yeah, nineteen ninety six. But yeah, we get we made it through a boys. Any any other thoughts? My thought was, <clears throat> as soon as I started this
0: pay per view, and because you know I have no clue what the fuck's going on in '96, because I was a heavy WWF mark. WCW did not come into my lexicon until Kevin Nash and Scott Hall jumped ship. Like I was aware of the product, I was aware of Sting, I was aware of you know Lex Luger and Ric Flair and shit, because you know their their reputations precede them. But when I saw the main event stipulation of this cage and who the fuck was in it, I'm like, I cannot wait. To see the fucking car crash and fucking moronicness of this fucking match. It delivered on every fucking miserable way possible. Yeah. I don't regret it, but I regret it. Like, Mike, Mikey, it's much like watching Serbian film. You say you watched it, you don't say you enjoyed it. You just say you took the fucking ride. I took the fucking ride of WCW Uncensored 96, and I'm
1: Weiser for it. Thank you. The Serbian film of professional wrestling favorites. <laughs> <paper he is. laughs> That's I think that's solid, and that's how we that's that's what we should title the episode, <laughs>
3: the,
0: the Serbian <laughs> film
1: of 1996 <laughs> of wrestling WCW uncensored 1996 the Serbian film yeah. of professional wrestling pay per
2: views. I think uh, the 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 closing commentary where Dusty Rhodes says, "We ain't never seen anything like this, nor did we want to exactly."
0: <laughs> This
2: was. We this didn't is, ask
0: for this. This is reminiscence of the horribleness of the Halloween Havoc uh, death chair match with Abdullah I the Butcher. Love that match. That match is so bad.
2: I know that's why. I, I love know, it. but that's what I'm <laughs> saying. This is very
0: parallel, adjacent to how bad
2: this show was. This this shit show of a main event. This main event makes that match look like a five star in the Tokyo Dome. Mm. Um, in closing, I would like to say. Fuck you, WCW. Fuck you right in the ear. <laughs> Don't ever do this to us again. Oh, it's we got a whole other year to But go, they do. The rest of the year to go.
1: Well, Only in March. Actually, we're, we're going back to February Are we? for the next one. Oh, good. ECW Cyber Slam is, is the next one in our in our row. Uh, let's see what happened at Cyber Slam just for
2: a little preview.
0: Just, just tell me the main event. What's the main event?
2: I'm looking for it here. To her.
0: In the meantime, Mike, you got anything coming up?
2: Uh, I will be uh, at uh, at Chicken Boy's show tonight. I cannot disclose what I am doing, but it is do not miss uh, TV. Do, yeah, not miss it's, 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 do not miss TV. Yeah, yeah do not miss because uh, we've uh, we've kind of worked some things out, and it's going to be absurd.
0: As it should be. Mike, what do you got Quite for the absurd. main event?
1: Raven with Kimono Wanalea and yes. Stevie Richards and the Blue Meanie. Against the Sandman with Missy Hyatt.
0: I think this easy. might be the striptease show.
1: The ECW oh. World Title match, which
0: alone yeah. is worth. I We're might, I might have lubrication on hand. Just saying.
1: Again, go out to the uh, <laughs> Chicken Boys 20 Year Clucking Anniversary Show tonight at the Berkeley. What's it again? The, the Berkeley, Berkeley. 19th in beautiful and downtown West. Omaha. Um, there's going to be some fun shit going on. I really hate that I'm missing it. Um, please tell Kevin, give him a shout out for me. Wear a mask, come on out. You can always do that. Oh man, I don't think so. That's I'm fine. not. I'm not. I'm not feeling well. I'm, I'm pretty worn out from this. <laughs> um, again, go download. Uh, go download my or go listen to my music. Last go rush. listen to Sam's music. I
0: haven't done. Um, oh wait, I got um, I Madman coming out next week. Yeah, next week.
1: You do? Yeah, go go order that. You nine got a couple. Days. You got
0: nine days. Nine left days. To, to order a physical copy. Otherwise, it's uh,
1: everywhere. Tune in Sunday. For Sam's Stream, Evil, Evil Dead. Dead,
0: we're playing it again. Oh, yeah. uh, I have uh powered up my demon full power, so I've, I've been wrecking shop the last couple of days. It's a lot mm-hmm. of fun. I've been making people suck my old ass, nasty hag titty. It's a lot of fucking fun because that happens. You got a hag titty? Oh yeah, the the I main the Deadites because you can either play Deadites Necromancer or the demons from Ash versus the Evil Dead, and I play the original Deadites. And if you remember Henrietta and the Fruit Seller someone's in my fruit cellar she actually in the game will grab their head and make you suck her corroded titty it's fucking hilarious delicious yeah so i'm, I'm looking forward to wreck and shop tomorrow night hope you guys tune in it's gonna be a lot of fun
1: this is the rush leg suite yeah, yeah. we're audi 5000 see you guys
0: next week
3: The Russian legs swing.